0: Welcome to a special edition of Inside the Hashes podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Roberts, and today I'm joined by Hawaii's starting safety, Ikim Okeke. Ikim, a former standout defender for Bishop Gorman High School, where he played a lot of linebacker, took his game over to Hawaii. Uh, He's got a really interesting story. Last year, he was second on the team in tackles with 87. Makes a ton of plays. Comes down like a missile as a run support player. Can play in the box. Can play on the slot. He plays him too high. He can do whatever you really need from a safety. But he's got a super interesting story. He's been to a lot of places. Played at a national powerhouse, Bishop Gorman, and he's become a very good football player for the University of Hawaii. I'm excited to talk to him today, just about his journey so far, some past accomplishments. And an outlook into the 2019 season and beyond. All right, Ecom, I wanted to start you out by asking I was looking at your your profile on the Hawaii football roster, and it said that you were born in Philadelphia, and I happen to be 15 minutes over the bridge. So I just wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, going from Philly and how did you end up uh, in Nevada playing football at Bush, Bishop Borman High School? Oh,
1: uh, yeah. So, um, brother, we were both born in Philadelphia. My parents are actually from both of them are from Nigeria, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, me and my brother are first generation Americans. So they came out here and had us born in Philadelphia and we moved to London when I was around one and a half, two. Wow. And then we moved to, and then we moved back to Virginia and
0: Now you're here in Hawaii, huh? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> awesome, uh, man. went to Bishop Armand mm-hmm. that, uh, that was something in itself.
1: I went mean, sure. there for about yeah, I went there for almost four years of high school, so um, i seen a lot of good people come out of there and uh, be able to pretty good school, you know, when I was there, my junior and senior year, was national championship, uh, my freshman year, I actually got pulled up to varsity, and at running back, and, and then I got moved back down, because we had a lot of running backs at the time, That offered me at Adams before, but when they came over here, you know, he, he been thinking about offering me. talked to my coach. My coach was
0: telling me about it, like Hawaii is a great place. You play in the NFL out of Hawaii, it just work. So I just said, "Hi, I'm in Hawaii." I, I don't think it's like an easy. It's like a hard decision, obviously, to go to Hawaii. I know you've been, like you said, you've moved around a bunch, but. What was the first time that you got? Did you visit Hawaii before you committed? Like, what what was the process of you visiting Hawaii and then making your commitment to them?
1: Oh, so yeah, I took my visit, and I actually had committed on my visit. Uh, so my host was Joanie Savaii back. was out there that week too. I remember meeting him on my because he came out here for the all probably uh born, the poly um, house bank. Uh he he got inducted there and I remember meeting him on my visit and I was like I was like, Hey, how you doing, in He was like, Oh, you know, it's a great place out here and I just remember talking to him and This is the year after he got drafted, he had just got
0: drafted, the 6 pick. so once he told me that, I'm like, right, I could, I mean, he just went to the NFL, so, you know, I can make it to the NFL too, no matter where I go, and the visit, obviously, I mean, it's Hawaii. Right, right, yeah, that's what I meant, like, it's just an easy sell, obviously, you're in Hawaii, so, I mean, why, why would anybody ever want to leave Hawaii, you know what I mean? (laughs) um so i mean i mean like i said though you've moved around a lot how how is um just the the i guess just the journey so far because you said you lived in london your your family's from nigeria you were in the east coast now then you were in Reno, nevada and now you're all the way over in hawaii what has it been like just traveling so much through your life and is it something that you enjoy or is there a favorite spot along the way like what's the story as far as your traveling you've done so far
1: I mean, I traveled a lot of places. So well, high school, uh, I used to go, uh, I mean, Bishop Warman, we traveled a lot. And my brother, uh, he played both basketball and football. So my family used to really travel a lot to go to his games. I mean, he had games, in Myrtle Beach, Charlotte, uh, New Jersey, California all the time. We used to go to Cali like every weekend. Uh, I mean... I'm used to traveling. I can't really see myself staying in one spot for so long. I mean, I like Vegas. Uh, being out there was fine. Mm-hmm. But I just can't see myself. I can see myself being on a team, but I have to be humble. I, I have to be taking trips to different cities and experiencing more life and more things, more cultures that are going on outside my own. Mm-hmm. So I really like traveling.
0: And obviously, I, w- I wanted to talk about the the team and you know just some things you guys were able to accomplish in 2018 because I know you guys had a eight and six record. You made it to the Hawaii Bowl. I know the, the game in the Hawaii Bowl didn't go quite the way you wanted, but obviously, a winning season has that winning season helped you guys this off season gain some momentum and maybe set the standard a little higher for you going into 2019.
1: Yeah, it definitely has because you know, last year was a little bit disappointing. Um, we had into a four game moving streak in the middle of the season after we had just been up uh we just had to record in six and one and boom, lost four games straight. So, you know we know we were better than that. We know we could have won every single game that we played last year and we're just coming in this year with the mentality that, you know, we got a lot of seniors on this team a lot of guys who are Ready to make a big impact this year. Mm-hmm. We just can't. We just see ourselves. I mean, we only lost a couple people last week, and one of them has got hurt through the whole season. The other one didn't play in the ball game. So, right. I mean,
0: I'm just, I'm just excited to see how we play out this season and what our guys can do. And I wanted to ask about your experience because I know you played, like you said, you know, you played safety on JV and then you went up to varsity playing linebacker. Um, And then obviously I know you played some linebacker early in your Hawaii career. And last year you were at safety, it seemed full-time. Every film I saw you were uh, always at safety. So how has that transition gone from linebacker to safety and how comfortable are you now on the back end?
1: last year. tracking the ball, you know, it was my first year of safety in about four years, so mm-hmm. uh, I had to get a little adjusted to the position, but, you know, linebacker, I feel like I, I did a good job, I didn't play my sophomore year, but my first year, I had to dub in a bowl game, uh, we, mean um, yeah, I had a strip sack and that, so I always tell people, like, sometimes leave
0: a legacy. And I know when I was watching the film on you, uh, it was easy to see. I, I didn't know that you had played linebacker early in your career. It was easy to see because I was just like, this dude runs the alley, he plays in the box, like he is coming up like a freight train, and it's easy to see that you have a background of linebacker. Um, I played the position too, so I understand. Obviously, going from linebacker to safety angles are going to be a lot different. There's going to be some adjustment. What do you think the easiest part of making that switch was and what might have been the most difficult part of it? It was really easy for me
1: to, you know, move in, just get up and move around, because I've always been guys who can run, like, as I said, in high school, I played running back and, uh, when I first came in. So, you know, I always like to be able to stretch my legs. I, I used to be one of those running backs that when I get into open field, it's just, it was just over. So, I really like. safety that, you know, was difficult. I don't really see it as being difficult. I just feel like I had to get adjusted more to being back there mm-hmm. like 100% of the time and instead of, you know, being a linebacker. You don't have to really drop in the coverage too much. Uh, I mean, last year I didn't even the at all, and that was new to me because, you uh, uh, been blitzing really a lot since high school so it was like boom well, I come in I play all year and I don't get one blitz but <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it, it's just a new adjustment because it's a new position like the safeties aren't going to blitz as much they so got to stay in coverage and force turnovers so you know this year I'm really getting to understand that a little bit more and now I feel like I have
0: a a good setup for what come this season. And I wanted to ask you about playing against because that offense that you guys have over there is really impressive. When I was able to see from like Cole McDonald and Bird and John and all those wide receivers you guys have, I know John left obviously for the NFL, but high-powered offense. What's it like for you defensively to go against that type of offense every day, and how much better does it make you?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it. Um, yeah. I hold myself to a high standard, so uh, it doesn't matter who we're playing. I don't believe that one person should get behind me. It doesn't matter if they played in the NFL or they're going to the NFL this year. If I want to be the top guy, then I got to be able to dominate no matter who's in front of me. So, you know, playing against John, that was a great experience. You know, he's so quick, you know, you, you never really know which way he's going to go, but if you can start really tracking it and understanding his movements, uh, we got a bunch of guys like that, like Fed, he's also quick too, and he's kind of, he, he, you know, slipped into areas you weren't even thinking about. Hmm. He'll just be looking, he'll be in the end zone. Right? We got a bunch of new guys, like Melky Snowball, Jason Scharge, he's been here, but He's been doing some good things for us. Uh, offensively, you know, they got a bunch of weapons that we had to battle against every practice. And it's good, especially for DBs and linebackers in coverage, to understand that you know your responsibilities coming from over here. Your responsibilities coming from over here. On offense doesn't ball so much in practice, you get kind of used to being able to. See where the ball is going to go, and understand where you have to be able to cover. It just becomes pretty easy once you go out there
0: at the game time. And one thing that I saw, I, I remember it was, I think it was the first game of the season last year that I watched you guys. Um, I saw you guys have this, like, crazy big running back. I, I, I think his name's Dayton. I, I, for, I forget exactly what his name was. But I, I remember seeing this dude, he's like, what's he, like, 250, 260? Something like that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just... So, so I know that you're a heavy hitter. You come down hard. One-on-one in practice, who's got the advantage on that one? Well, that's
1: me. You know, he played linebacker back. He does. So, uh, we always used to hit when we were at linebacker, but I don't really think he
0: wants to go ahead me. <laughs> you <know? Love> <laughs> that's awesome, okay, man. I well, um, if you, They know that they're running back. I'll tell you what, the, the running back, the little running back, Miles Reed. Uh huh. He's not scared to go head up with me, but uh, it
1: won't be too effective for him. <laughs> I know you what, that
0: boy's not scared. Hey man, sometimes it's those little guys, though. You know, they got the the center of gravity and everything working with them. You know what I mean? So. Uh, hey, the little guys got heart. Promise. I
1: mean, they're gonna try to run
0: through somebody. Probably not the smartest decision, though. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Those guys, they come with it,
0: so it's yeah. just a neat
1: thing. I, I feel like I, I, don't, I don't think anybody in the NCAA right now is going to do And if I see somebody in the up tackle, I feel like I have bigger damage on like a percent
0: at the time. Oh. And that's just how it has to be. Yeah, no, I, I love the confidence, man. It's something that you have to play with. My next question I wanted to ask you was about your biggest strength. So obviously you take your tackling and your physicality pretty seriously, it sounds like. Am I right?
1: My biggest strength, actually, my biggest strength is probably my speed or my length. I, I got really long arms. Uh, i got, I got pretty good athletic
0: ability, actually. But, uh, I mean, I can jump pretty high. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty well, i pretty fast. Well, I wanted to ask, like, where does... So when you were growing up, or it could even be now, like, who are some guys that you watch a lot? Because I know, like, I played... Linebacker, defensive end So like when I was younger I was like a big Jared Allen fan And then like nowadays I really like to watch Luke Keekly a lot Like that's my guy You know what I mean? So for you Who are some guys that you watch a lot That you just enjoy watching And maybe try to take some things from their game? Now that i of You know I, I've been watching a lot
1: of Ed Reed, own Like Troy Palavato uh, Ronnie, Ronnie Lott. Uh I remember back in high school before I got to college, I used to watch a lot of Tyler Matthews, like Carl Joseph type D J swam And now I really analyze it. I see I could do a majority of the things that they did, and I just feel like I'm at a good position. With my abilities, where I'm trying to be better than those guys, rather than like admire them because. Well, I'm in my senior year, so I'm like, I gotta be, I gotta be the best. I gotta go down in history. I gotta set a record or something. I gotta leave a legacy in college football where I'm remembered, and I could make a big impact stepping into the league
0: people are running out of coming out of Hawaii, which is kind of hard to do. Right. So I wanted to ask you about. You know, you had the winning season. We talked a little bit about the bar being sent higher. So, 2019, what is the standard now? What's going to make it a successful season for you? It could be individually, team-wise. What's going to make it an overall great season? I was told if you set your goals too high and your aim too low. So, right now, team goal is to win the national
1: championship. I mean, we're about to enter a new decade and I truly believe that if Hawaii goes undefeated this year, we have 13 games in a season. We start off the season with 3 packs Pac-12s. If we go undefeated this season and we win the West Championship, they'll have us in the National Championship conversation. We might get the chance to go and experience it. I'm
0: going over here to win it. I am I mean, it's my last year, so how mm-hmm. do we
1: have it no chance to
0: hold it back. Now, after the season, I know it's a long way away, but can you just talk a little bit about the potential to have that opportunity of playing professional football and what will it mean to you to have that opportunity? I feel like playing
1: college football. That's something that I should be able to, should get to. I mean, I've been working a while for this. I truly believe that I put myself in a position to get a position in the league and be able to stay there for a while. And with the things I've learned in my classes and college, I should be able to use that to build a bigger business and
0: be able to build my own brand to be who I want to be. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well... That's going to end the interview with me. I, again, just really, again, want to thank you so much for taking the time. I'll be rooting for you guys this year, and I appreciate, you know, you just taking the time to have a conversation with me today, man. Oh yeah, of course, no problem. With that, this will end my interview with Hawaii Safety, Ikamo OKK. I'd like to thank Ikamo again so much for taking the time to speak with me today and all the listeners for tuning in. Please join me and the rest of the crew on the next edition of Inside the Hashes.